This show is a production of LifeSpring Media and is brought to you in part by gifts from listeners like you. LifeSpring Hymn Stories number 46, The Church's One Foundation, written in 1866. I'm Steve Webb, your host. Thank you so much for being with me today. This great hymn emerged from a ragged and wearing controversy that threatened to tear asunder the Church of England. In the mid-1800s, the liberal views of German theologians drifted like poisonous fog over Anglicans worldwide. In South Africa, Bishop John William Colenso, influenced by the German higher critics, questioned whether Moses had really written the first five books of the Bible. He also took liberal views toward Paul's book of Romans, denying the doctrine of eternal punishment. Colenso had been a tireless missionary bishop, serving the Zulu people in northeastern South Africa with laudable passion, but his emerging liberalism sent shockwaves among the evangelical Anglican leaders. In 1853, Bishop Robert Gray of Cape Town, defending the historic faith, removed Colenso from his post. Colenso fought the order and was reinstated by a London court of law. The resulting conflict shook the Anglican Church to its foundations. One man on the side of evangelical truth was Samuel Stone, the curate at Windsor in the shadow of Windsor Castle. In 1866, he wrote 12 hymns based on the 12 articles of the Apostles' Creed. This hymn, The Church's One Foundation, was based on the ninth article of the Creed, which says, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. And in this usage, the word Catholic means universal, or the universal church. The next year, Anglican bishops from around the world assembled for a theological enclave that became known as the First Lambeth Conference. The tone of the proceedings was set by this hymn, which had been set to music by Samuel Wesley, the grandson of Charles Wesley. It became the processional for that conference and has been one of the church's best-loved hymns ever since. Not all the verses, however, are sung today. Here is a stanza you may never have sung, but which helps us understand the passion of Samuel Stone as he wrote in defense of the integrity of Christ's holy church. It goes, Though with a scornful wonder men see her sore oppressed, by schisms rent asunder, her heresies distressed. Yet saints their watch are keeping, their cry goes up how long, and soon the night of weeping shall be the morn of song. And for her life, he died. 
The instrumental version we use today was from Worship Service Resources. The version with the vocal was done by James Morrison with Emma Pask as the vocalist. And as always, I want to thank Pastor Robert J. Morgan for allowing us to use his books, Then Sings My Soul, Volumes 1 and 2, as the basis for Lifespring Hymn Stories. Links to the music and the books can be found on the show notes page, which is at lifespringmedia.com. Until next time, thanks again for being with us today. I'm Steve Webb. If you enjoyed this program, will you consider helping to support LifeSpring Media? Details are at lifespringmedia.com. Thank you.